Hey everyone, and welcome to the Fine Poetry Podcast. My name's Fina. And we're back from hiatus, everybody. There were some unexpected bumps, including a broken laptop, and then Christmas, and New Year's, and a cold, which is still lingering in my voice. Um, I hope I'll make it through the recording. And I'm very pleased to announce that we have another listener poem today by the lovely Kaya Vandenberg. Kaya Vandenberg is a 22-year-old creative little buzz. She's an enthusiast for rain, books, art, and people. She writes poetry, prose, movie scripts, song lyrics, and whatever doesn't necessarily have to rhyme, really. She also has a blog, Aus dem Akkörbchen, and you can find her on Twitter. I will link to both of these things in the show notes. And the poem Kaya sent in is Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday. I'm tired of tasting blood. No words, no silver lining. My brother and I witnessed a funeral of families breaking apart. But no matter how hard we try, we cannot bury the hatchet. Only collect dirt underneath our fingernails. Ten half moons. I can't look at the motherland. She will be disappointed. My tears are never enough to make love grow from her lap. But I sure know it is there because that is where I came from. Sometimes I feel like crawling back into her. I want to scream that she left me too early, burst me out of my house. How do you talk to a mother without breaking her heart? Thank you, Kaya, for sending in this powerful, powerful poem. The title of the poem, Happy Birthday, stands in this stark opposition to the rest of the poem. Happy Birthday. And then we start with, I'm tired of tasting blood. And from the title and the last two lines of the poem, I gather that this is a poem written to a mother. The mother features strongly as a figure throughout the poem, as does family in general. The speaker begins the first stanza with a very powerful line. I'm tired of tasting blood. And this image evokes quite a few things. Tasting blood. When would you taste blood? The first thing I can think of is biting your tongue or gnawing at your lip when you don't know what to say. So the feeling of repressing something, concealing how you really feel. My brother and I witnessed a funeral of families breaking apart. But no matter how hard we try, we cannot bury the hatchet. Only collect dirt underneath our fingernails. Ten half moons. A family breaking apart. The speaker seems to be speaking about a divorce, parents separating, and her brother and I in the middle, trying to reconcile the two parties, but never managing. The second stanza closes in on what the poem is about at the core, I think. I can't look at the motherland. She will be disappointed. My tears are never enough to make love grow from her lap. 
but I sure know it is there because that is where I came from. This says a lot about the speaker's relationship to her mother. The distance between them, a distance that the speaker tries to bridge but cannot bridge, and the constant fear of disappointing a mother who is demanding and who expects a lot from her child. My tears are never enough to make love grow from her lap. Sounds like the speaker is trying to approach their mother and trying to make herself understood and trying to find solace or find some kind of warmth with her mother. But even the speaker's openness and tears are not enough to elicit these responses. But still the speaker hasn't given up hope. They know there is love there because that is where I came from. Sometimes I feel like crawling back into her. I want to scream that she left me too early, burst me out of my house. Third stanza carries that feeling of rawness, of being incredibly vulnerable and wanting more than anything else to feel that safety of childhood again, to be close to your mother again and knowing in your heart that she can make everything all right. Except the speaker knows that this is not true anymore. And the speaker wants to go back to that feeling. Says that she has been cast out too early and that she should have stayed with her mother for longer. It's a bit like the speaker wants to turn back time. This is the final stanza. How do you talk to a mother without breaking her heart? These two lines really sum up the poem for me. This delicate balance between trying to make a mother understand what you're going through, how you're feeling, maybe making her understand how she hurt you or how this distance between the two of you came to be. But the fine balance is how do you express this to your mother who gave birth to you, who raised you, who loves you as your mother? How do you tell her that without breaking her heart? And I feel like the poem handles this balance very well. Giving us context, telling us about the families that broke apart and that the two siblings cannot reconcile and how the speaker suffers from the high expectations of her mother and feels like she will never be enough. And that her openness and her willingness to share her feelings and her trying to bridge the gap between her mother and herself is not enough. All the speaker needs, I think, is for her mother to go one more step, to take one step towards her. But that doesn't happen. And all that the speaker really wants and needs is this comfort that a mother can provide. And all she wants is to go back. And to feel that comfort again. But like the speaker says, how do you talk to a mother without breaking her heart? How do you make this known to someone who is so close to you and can yet be so distant without breaking that person's heart?
I found this poem incredibly powerful and very well crafted. And I'm going to say the same thing I said about Anna's poem and Joe's poem and probably most poems that I've read on the podcast so far. That 10 minutes are not enough to do a poem like this justice. And I only hope that I could give you a taste of how beautifully written this poem is and of how many things it brings up. You can find Kaya on Twitter at Kaya Vandenberg and on her blog, Aus dem Akrabchen. I will link to both of those in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter at Fina Stargard. And you can find me also on my blog, josefinestagard.wordpress.com. I'll be back next week with another listener poem, this time by Hilde Jürgensen. I hope you've all had a good first week of 2020. I know it's already been a lot and it feels like the world is collapsing in on itself. The news are a lot. Continuing to live our daily lives, knowing what is going on in the world is a lot. So I hope you're all doing things to keep yourself safe, to keep yourself all right. I hope you're taking care of yourselves and continue to take care of yourselves throughout the next week. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.